Before we jump in, a warning that we are an explicit book podcast. Yes, that means swearing, shitty jokes, and a whole lot of dark humour that some may take offence to. Please check your trigger warnings on all of the books we cover. You've been warned. The episode starts in three, two, one. (laughs) A book and a bear. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of A Book and a Bev. We are your hosts, Bryony, Georgia, and Ellie, and this week we are joined by a fabulous guest co-host. You might have heard her before, Miss Tay Reads. Tay Reads! I'm so excited to be here yet again, and what an episode to be on. All right, everyone, guard your ovaries, cross your legs, and strap in those titties, because you are all about to be audibly assaulted by the man that is Theo Dale Silver. Audibly, audibly. assaulted. <laughs> audibly, because it's in your ears. That's right, everyone, we've reached the end of Elsie Silver's series for now and we are covering Reckless and I do not <gasps> think you are prepared because when I say my jaw hit the floor with the things that this man says and does, I'm even willing to forgive that he's a younger man, only by two years but still younger men. Mm. Let's jump into it and what are we all drinking? Look, in honour of the citrus spice scent of Theo Silver, I am drinking a ginger beer with like some dehydrated orange in it. Oh, That's as fancy <laughs> as I could get because ginger is a spice and then there was orange. No, I see but- what you did there i do like yeah, it it's yeah. not impressive i tried though all right well i've just got rosé tonight because i plan on getting drunk and why not yay well this week me and taylor decided to do something that was very on brand not only for the book but for us basically this is a shot and it is called the cock sucking cowboy oh my god yes it was quite fitting yeah because we all want to get on our knees yep. on his cock yeah <laughs> yeah it's basically butter scotch liqueur and a whiskey cream. It's supposed to nicely mm. sit on the top, but me and Taylor couldn't work we out how to do that. We it so bad. We also <laughs> don't have shot glasses, so we're drinking them from this. It so tastes quite are good. you guys just shotting it or are you sipping? So what we're going to do is we're going to have a system. We're probably going to sip on it throughout, but when there comes a moment where we either A, want to suck Theo's cock, or B, get on <laughs> all fours and let him just absolutely plough us, or C, he just makes us gasp, just to gasp. Fucking, we ooh. will take a shot. So basically every 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 about a minute and a half yeah oh my god yeah you're welcome happy thursday okay what are our thoughts what are the vibes vibes are fantastic if we're honest so welcome to my ted talk on why sometimes men aren't in fact shit featuring theo dale silver because this man i mean like this this goddamn man it's everything he's everything i've been like itching for a younger man romance and yeah it's like not a big age gap but fuck it is good and like the way that theo is just the most beautiful little golden retriever and winter is like the perfect black cat i just love that dynamic yeah winter was someone that i did not expect to like too much and i mean like normally pregnancy and children they're just not for me but this hit different i swear like my ovaries felt something when she described watching theo and vivi and respectfully i cannot wait to see ellie be destroyed by this book (laughs) this book had so many moments that ripped my heart out and then had me gasping for air and the devastation of theo not only finding out but winter realizing he never even knew debilitating winter like figuring out how to even love when she was raised so cold brutal well holy hell an unplanned pregnancy with the cold and heartless sister season and the younger version of Rhett. this book was amazing a little cliche in parts with like no real conflict like i don't even really know what rob was trying to do at the end there (laughs) but reading about their little 
family coming together was just like soul crushingly sweet. And you guys know me, I don't like sweet. So no, you don't yeah. like sunshine. I don't, but Theo's mouth is not sunshine. And that is, that is good. He is amazing. I was telling my partner the storyline, the plot, and I'm like, and then he lets her go have a bath. And Lockie's like, <laughs> hello, I am essentially a domestic goddess in this household and raise your children and clean this house after you. And like, where's my praise? This man rocks up and does the bare fucking minimum of being a 50% parent and you're over here like dripping for him. And I'm like, well, fictional. It's man. different. It's, it's different. But yeah, again, bare minimum maybe, but that's fine. We're just going to overpass that. Let me tell you, watching your guy hold your little baby and like tell them like adorable little nicknames, that is my type of porn. You're speaking my language. Well, I fucking loved this book. This for me, because it was like more heart-wrenching for me, the storyline between like Theo not knowing and stuff. I like a book that's going to destroy me, like emotionally, physically, even my vagina, you know, fuck it up. Always. And Theo might just be my all-time favorite cowboy. I love him. He's cute as a fucking button with an absolute filthy mouth. It's distressing and it's fucking brilliant. And I don't like the pregnancy trope, but fucking God almighty, this book changed it all for me. The swoon I did for Daddy Theo and his dirty mouth throughout this book was loud enough for Jesus to hear and know that I am not fit for heaven. (laughs) He was like, motherfucker, you are not getting in here. And Winter's character development as well, the relationship development between her and Summer, her and her dad, her learning to trust and love Theo, it was just too fucking much. Because someone just needs to strap me the fuck down because I'm about to run to the nearest ranch and get myself a fucking Thea Silver on my own. Oh my god. Absolutely. I'm running. We're all going to that ranch. Well, yeah, I feel like I'm the same as everyone else here. I feel like this book absolutely fucking destroyed me in the best way. I'm not here for like the pregnancy trope and like the kids and all that. That's not really my vibe, but this took first place out of all the books for me. And I feel like Daddy Cade and Theo were real like on par with each other, but I think Theo and his filthy mouth just absolutely like blew it out the park. It's the slut. Yes, it's the dirty little slut. slut. I just need (laughs) to be called a dirty little slut. And then you see him being a dad at the same time and you're like, wait, like he can do both. (laughs) Like what do you mean? This man, like he's capable of both. Baby in one hand and then he's like And then he's just like spitting in her mouth. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, don't do those two things at the same time. Just so good. What more could you want? I am a Theo gal. Amazing. So... Who's in our book? We have our usual roster of Eatons. However, our main characters are Theo Silver, young and hung bull rider protege of Rets. Young and the type hung. of guy who loves love and has a very tiny dog. <laughs> oh my God, Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Winter Hamilton, Ice Queen, older sister of Summers. She never got any love growing up. She's really traumatized because of that. And she's never going to fucking ask for help ever, especially from a fucking man. So. Absolutely not. Let's get into Absolutely not. Don't blame her. Doctor, quite like myself. My stethoscope doesn't fit because it's made for a child. So we start out. We've got Winter, who is moving to Chestnut Springs temporarily for work. Rob is losing his mind and acting like an entitled prick by telling Winter that she shouldn't do this and it's a bad career 
career choice. Like, shut the fuck up, Robert. No one asked you. No one. No one. No one. They're still married, but Winter wants out. She's done, and rightly so. He broke her heart badly because he was once her safe space. Now she's like, what the fuck was I thinking? And honestly, we're all thinking the same too. And then we get this quote. I liked you better with lighter hair. This new color isn't as appealing. It looks dirty. Like, shut the fuck up. Winter says, that's funny. I liked you better when I thought you hadn't groomed my little sister and fucked her over. Oh! Winter is on her way to Chestnut Springs when she calls Summer. She wants to mend things between them. She's going to Harvey's for dinner and she stops at the gas station and she sees him. The one. The only. Theo motherfucking Silver. She is obsessed with the rugged appeal. He winks at her and Winter yeets. Fair. She runs, she's sprinting, she's doing cross country. <laughs> He's got concern though, because he has untied, untied laces. Like- what prevented you? from tying them is it a lack of attention to detail because that that my friend is a problem is a problem it's a huge problem but it's an ongoing problem so surely at some stage you've realized that your laces are untied he goes to wing it over the actually falls <laughs> he can't get back up either every time he tries to get back up he stands on it again he falls <laughs> over. like bambi on ice turns out theo is also driving to see the gang he's behind winter and she's driving 30 k's per hour and theo <laughs> flashes him his high beam trying to help her with directions but he realises she probably thinks he's a serial killer. Yeah. When they pull in, we get the ending of the last book and we get this quote. Theo saying, I hear that if you want your ass ridden, a small dick is the way to go. So maybe I'm your guy. Winter, I'm married, you fucking pig. Theo, married for now, maybe. Oh, oh. Screaming, crying, throwing up. He learns that it's Winter and he's like, wow, she's brilliant. I love her. Winter, call off your dog, Eden. Theo, woof. Suddenly, I'm like a dog on heat. So I'm panting. <laughs> I'm panting. The banter is like immediately on. From the get-go. He's just like, oh my God, she's so angry. Yes. Winter is like, oh, Theo is infuriating. I want to kick him in the shins, but also keep looking at me like that, please. Winter feels like an absolute fucking mess. Theo and her banter and it's flirty. We die. I am deceased. Cardiac arrest. I'm in hospital. I'm done. We learn that Bo has third degree burns on his feet. <laughs> not oh, any. No. On his tootsies. Yeah, that, not his tootsies. Oh, that would be disgusting. Again. I hate feet as it is. Imagine them all burnt up and they're peeling and they're all scabby. Oh, no, <laughs> what? scabby feet. What did he have to do in order to get mm-hmm. third degree burns on his feet? I, I know. We're going to find out the next time. He was walking to Fire. He saved a Canadian journalist. Because mm-hmm. I, I missed that when I was mm-hmm. reading the book. I completely, whew, that bit. But mm, in the audio yeah. book, I was like, oh yeah, hey, they tell us. There it is. <laughs> okay, back to the, the feet. Yeah. <laughs> we learn that he had to go get skin grafts and we're crying both because that feet. sounds absolutely awful and it's feet. Just but like also traumatising and we love bones. We do love him. Literally, broken bow. <laughs> broken bow. Oh. Everyone jokes around about the being a lady killer and he diverts the conversation and seems like he's hiding his true feelings. Winter knows because she does this. Theo apologizes to Winter for making her uncomfortable. He offers for her to follow him back to the hotel so she doesn't get lost. Also, the hotel that they are both staying at. Scream. Screaming, crying. Mm. We get this quote as Theo leaves. Cade, careful, that one has claws. Theo, that's okay. I like having my back scratched. Say less. Is that a shot? I would do moment? that for you. That's a shot moment. Oh my god, it I've is. got so much left. This is gonna hurt. I think I could shot it. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I felt oh. that. 
implored so much. I'm so sorry. When they get to the hotel, they end up getting a drink together. And of course, it's tequila. They end up deciding to have a one night stand and they write a contract about it because that's just what they do. As consenting adults. We get this quote. Winter says, I, Winter, do legally swear that I am not too drunk to. What are you worried about? I don't have orgasms, so alcohol intake won't matter. Theo, consenting. I'm worried about consent. The rest isn't an issue. You'd get there with me. I'd make sure of it. (gasps) Winter, consent. Winter, Hamilton. Theo, one night only. We never tell anyone, but I'll probably beg you for another shot eventually. Theo, silver. We also learn that Winter has divorce papers in her car to give Rob, so thank fuck for that. See you later, Rob. Theo says what we all want him to say. I'm going to ruin you tonight. I can't wait to see how fucking pretty you look when you come with my name on your list. Screaming, crying, throwing up. I'd like to now tell you, ladies, that's a shot. Yeah. Ellie's like, my mean side is coming out. I'm going to push you. Mm -hmm. Ellie and I are just like, this is fantastic. We're watching from a safe distance. It's that I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we skip. It's been three weeks. Winter moves into a little rental house in Chestnut Springs, quits her job, and leaves Rob. Thank fuck. Sloane and her are now besties and neighbours, which we love. Winter is becoming increasingly aware that she has missed her period. Oh, gosh. She knows this feeling well because she's tried so hard to get pregnant, and here it fucking is. So, she gets Theo's number from Summer's gym system. She decides decides to try and call him. She leaves multiple voice messages over days and texts him. His voicemail reminds her of a flashback. You filthy fucking girl. I'm just begging for... And that's all we get. I need more. You're like, okay, we're going straight in. It's chapter three and we're going into a big fuck fest. We are going in. Three weeks later and you're like, I'm sorry, what? You're leaving me high and dry right now. I need more. Theo is out on tour and we get this text exchange. Winter. Hi, it's Winter. Is this Theo Silver? Are you getting my voicemails? I've left three now. We get another message from her. Are you aware that you have red receipts on? I know you've seen my texts. Theo, yes, I've got your voicemails. I'm not interested in talking. Winter, listen, I'm trying not to be a full-on bitch to you right now, but can you please call me? I need to tell you something. Theo, then tell me. Winter, via text? Theo, yup. Winter, fine. That night in the hotel, a condom must have broken. I'm pregnant. The baby is yours. Thought that might interest you. Theo, thanks for letting me know. Oh. When I tell you... I was done. Throw up. Vomit. Throwing up everywhere. Projectile. Everywhere. Really? How are you in this moment? I hate men with a vehement passion of a thousand mm. sons. That sums it up yeah. nicely, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We then jump to 18 months later and I am fucking stressed, okay? Winter has had a little girl called Vivian and her dad is a secret to everyone, but obviously Winter. Winter is trying to be better now. Her and Summer are doing well and Summer was there through basic the whole pregnancy and everything. She was in the delivery room and oh, so we scream for them because that's beautiful. That's beautiful development for yeah. them. But fucking surprise, bitch, there's a rodeo in town. Guess who's there? Not me, unfortunately, but Theo Silver is. <laughs> Get your chaps ready. Spread your butt cheeks. Georgia rocks up to a casual rodeo, just naked except for chaps. Just like, and spreading okay. her cheeks. I don't even walk normally. I just walk bent over, <laughs> cheeks spread. Yeah. Ready to go at she all waddles. times. It's my third Oh, my eye. God. Uh, it's that. It's that. <laughs> 
a duck walked up to a lemonade he stand said, and he said to me, Hey, yeah, Bob, Bob, got any grapes? What the fuck is that? <laughs> Deli, we'll send it to you. That is iconic, like YouTube 2000 and something. We went very different directions with that. I'm like, That's your third eye. And you're like, Ducks, ducks modeling. <laughs> anyway, so Winter is a little pissed because Theo just like yeeted and left her raising their child while he was out doing great in his bull riding situations. And Winter low-key wishes that he doesn't make the eight seconds on the bull, which is kind of like terrifying. But also I would do that. I'm petty as fuck. So, yeah. you know, but shocking twist of events, he actually doesn't make the eight seconds. <laughs> the bull flicks him off and steps on his shoulder when he Ooh. lands on the ground. And she ends up running into the ring. Like she's not protected. That bull could just be like, bitch, you're my supper. You're next. Oh my God, it's the Minotaur. Oh my God, he <laughs> runs and he's like, I'm a fuck you. <laughs> the end of the uh, bull. And I'm Sorry. Like, no, I forgot about this. Like, thank fuck she's a doctor. You know, she's got a reason. She's like, actually, I have thank a perfectly logical that. reason to be here. Ellie's pulled out her. <laughs> Ellie's the ready. doctor. <laughs> All right. So she runs into the ring. I'm a fucking doctor. And he sees her and he's like, hi, Tink. Oh, oh my god. And obviously, you know, we're learning quickly that he thinks that she gave him the cold shoulder, which is obviously not true. So now we're interested, along with being very, very sad and depressed. We also learn at this point that Theo has a little chihuahua dog who is deaf, blind, and a little weird, okay? But we love that, and his name is Peter. In the hospital, Theo overhears a doctor who is currently looking after him be sassy to Winter, because Winter's obviously a doctor at this hospital as well. And we get this moment. Winter says, how's your head to Theo? The doctor says Winter as if he's about to like reprimand her for asking Theo questions about his well-being when he's the doctor in charge. And Theo says, Dr. Hamilton. And the doctor says, yes, what about her? And Theo says, you keep calling her Winter, but she works here, right? It's Dr. Hamilton. Oh. Oh. Oh my God. Makes me feral. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Professional validation. Yes. (laughs) During this interchange, the doctor mentioned winter being on maternity leave and Theo was like oh damn I actually really wanted winter and so I'm sad about this and we're even sadder okay we're even is... sadder so winter is trodden around her house the next day and she has a new neighbor with a dog <laughs> yes and the dog keeps barking which is a no but we know who that dog is because he's deaf he's blind he's a little fucking weird but he belongs to Theo <laughs> motherfucking Peter Peter in the house so winter is like this motherfucker fucks off leaves me here to raise our child and this fucking cunt has the audacity to move in next door to us with his barking little fucking chihuahua no oh my god Theo is genuinely confused at her reaction though and the boys are helping him move in and they keep talking about her having this baby and how someone knocked her up and Rhett tells him that she had a one night stand and the baby is nine months old Theo is like oh fuck I need a calendar (laughs) like now where's the calendar he goes next door he's figuring things out in his brain and he just needs confirmation so he goes next door to winter it's pouring with rain and because he's not sure if he should ring the doorbell or not he just sits on her front porch and waits i'm sorry winter ends up seeing him on like the little door camera and goes outside and theo asks if the baby is his winter is like what the fuck dude we've already talked about this and theo's like wait whoa 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 
Oh. And then she tells him about the last text message that she received from him. And oh we get my this God. quote. The trauma. Okay. For as long as I live, I don't think I'll forget the look on Theo's face right now. I just watched a heartbreak right in front of me. And I remember how it feels. I'm familiar with the sensation of everything you thought you knew toppling down around you. The expression on his face is haunted. Oh my oh. God. <gasps> is that shot worthy, by the way? Just Yeah, okay. A pity blow drop? Right. A sympathy fuck, yeah. A sympathy Glug, glug. Theo is like, what the fuck? And then we continue to get more heartbreaking interactions. How did, how come, those usually happy eyes swim with devastation when he turns his gaze back to me? When did you, about two weeks or so after? I tried contacting you so many times. I don't know. No, he laughs, but it borders on a sob. You're telling me I have a daughter and I missed it all. The pregnancy, <gasps> the birth, everything. Oh, oh my oh, God. I can't. <laughs> devastating. That oh kind God. of pain, I oh. could not even imagine. I could not even imagine. Anyway, Theo is panicking and he's about to have a panic attack. Winter turns into Dr. Hamilton again and she calms him down and she brings him inside and takes him in to see Vivian. And this is when we fucking sub, okay? Oh dear God. I march across the room and wrap my hand around Theo's. His palm is damp and clammy as I lead him over to the edge of the white crib. And then we stand there, two people who barely know each other, staring down Anna, our daughter, him for the first time, and me for the millionth. Oh, Elsie really I came out done. here and was like, I want to kill all of you. <laughs> no you one is safe. Look under your fucking you... seats. Death. Heartbreak. Death. Trauma. <laughs> Theo ends up vomiting because he's just like spinning the fuck out. And so is Winter because they realize that it was fucking Jeff. Fuck you, who Jeff. Who works with Fuck a Hamilton Jeff. elite who replied to her on Theo's behalf because Theo a... doesn't take his phone on the road. Oh, piece of shit. And Theo wants to... to that. I have oh, one God. Thing. Wake up, Jeff. <laughs> Wake, Wake up. the fuck up, Jeff. So Theo is pissed and he wants to kill Jeff with his bare hands. And we absolutely die with this one fucking line. Are you ready? If I had known, I'd have been here every step of the way, supporting you any way you needed. And Winter, now that I'm here, I'm here. No expectations, but I want you to let me help you. I want to get to know her if that's okay with you. And because you've got to remember, Ooh. he is like a first time dad. He's young and he's hasn't known that his daughter has existed for this whole time so he's a learning how to be a dad and what to fucking do and you know it's oh, beautiful he's just so, so much so theo comes back the next day to see vivian he brings winter a coffee and he's here to try to help the best he can winter is trying to like disassociate from him being hot by calling him coming to see her and vivian a business transaction who are you trying oh. to convince who you trying to convince? Day. He and Vivian get along from day dot. She giggles at him and he loves her already. And Winter tells him why she named her Vivian because it means alive and because she made her feel alive for the first time. And oh he ends up telling Winter to go and take a bath, have a wank, play some T Swift, you know, the normal oh. relaxation technique. And so she does just that. If a man walked into your house and said, take a seat, I would like you to go bathe with bath salts. Play Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift on repeat and just have a little fiddle of the bean. Oh my God. Fiddle of the bean. Absolutely. Oh, take whatever you want from me. So Theo is fucking making the case for heterosexuality at this point. Like Winter comes out of her bath and Theo is just handling shit. And Winter like assumes that Theo must hate her, but he doesn't. He's like, why wouldn't I want this with you? And Winter starts crying, but don't 
don't worry because Theo makes her laugh again. And we get this moment where, because he's asking her all about the details of the birth, right? Not just so you gave birth. He's like, how was the labour? Did she breastfeed immediately? (laughs) Tell me the latching situation. Did you hold it as a cheeseburger? Or was it more of just like the the graphic hold? Tell me. And she's like, uh, Willa took a very graphic video. I can show you sometime. And he's like, I would love that. And she's like, it's not sexy. I side-eye him and he scrunches his brow. It will ruin any splendid memories of my vagina that you might have. And he's like, nah, that's impossible. Those memories are why my right forearm is bigger than my left. (laughs) I love this one. What he doesn't know is that video captures her really shitting small poo. Mm. <laughs> they are on the same page about surrounding Vivi with love, and Theo is giving us collectively all the feelings. So Winter takes a walk to calm her vagina down. Only she then sees him working out in the gym and gets so flustered again. When she goes home, fucking Buckle Bunny named Cindy is there. Fuck off, Cindy. We don't have time. But Theo's like followed Winter and then properly puts Cindy in her. Her place with this panty dropping moment and again is anyone surprised that I have a fuck ton of quotes you shouldn't be the quote is his hand swiped through his hair and he steps away you know I'm in the middle of something something I have a good feeling about so it's a no my stomach goes hot like it's melting in on itself her responding laugh is shriller this time her tone not as sweet oh my bad I didn't realize you were with someone his eyes slice over to mine busting me again I'm not yet smash 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 Okay, it's time to tell everyone, but Winter can't believe that Theo is like still keen on her. And Theo essentially wraps her hand around his raging boner to be like, babe, I want you. Not fucking Cindy from Whoville. Whoville. Not oh Cindy from Whoville. So then we're just meant to like waltz into a family dinner like it's nothing. But obviously Harvey has already figured this shit out and drops the bombshell in like the most Harvey way. And it's a whole analogy to like a Tomcat mating season. And it's just too much. Rhett is accusing Winter of a whole bunch of tomfoolery with this whole situation. But Theo just stamps that shit out. Winter still has all of her insecurities though. So she refers to her and Theo as business partners. Obviously none of us are about that life and neither is Theo and Rep pulls Theo aside to again ask if this whole situation is okay because winter is difficult and Theo is like get fucked don't you talk about my future wife like that and this is whilst he's holding his baby girl smash absolutely on the drive home winter and Theo talk and winter is more understanding of Rhett's reaction but that's also because she doesn't put too much stock in like her own trauma and her own value and Theo feels more and more like he is living in the wrong house (gasps) so then I would like to give a shout out to Peter the Chihuahua who is my absolute favorite thing in this entire book and he hates having to go to the potty outside which is fucking fair I would too but the potty break basically makes Theo hear Vivi crying and so he ends up going over to help Winter who just doesn't know how to ask for help as she's never had anyone there to ask and she tries to snap at him like she normally does but he doesn't leave and then the whole encounter goes horrifically sweet as he talks to Vivi about being a party animal while trying to lull her to sleep oh my god bitch calm the fuck down it's not time for muzzin it's time for sleep (laughs) fond memories so relatable because in the middle of the night when you're sleep deprived and your teething baby is up like fucking screaming you don't speak coherently. I think I speak in Latin at some point. While Winter is trying to fight this assistance, albeit half-heartedly, because she's actually really fucking tired and dying for help, Theo just has this whole inner monologue about how she is cold metal, but with enough heat, she'll 
warm up and I just thought it was super unusual but here we are. Winter again tries to be like we are business partners and Theo says absolutely fucking not because the things I dream about doing to you are horribly unprofessional. Oh that's <laughs> so a gasp. Good. Oh my god. And then he kisses her but before things can go much further he takes a look at her messed up nightgown situation and is like boundaries. Oh no. No. <laughs> Winter then gets angry at Theo for something he did in a dream which is also hilarious and relatable. <laughs> yeah yes. that's Ellie to a T. Just the other night actually. <laughs> <laughs> it does stem from her thinking he looked at her post-pregnancy body and was like ew and he was like I want to get in that you. Isn't you like a female sheep? I don't know. I think yeah. so. I feel like I it, it was like an emu type thing. <laughs> Winter quickly bonds with the angry chihuahua as well but like disregard that because where do we find Theo in the morning? He crawled into the crib with his baby girl. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to break your bubble but they have weight restrictions so. <laughs> no. No. Winter goes to the gym with Peter in tow and takes Theo's advice to tell Summer how much she loves her and it's beautiful and we love all the healing and women supporting women. All that jazz. This Go scene team. then segues into a moment that not only reminds us of our dear Georgia but gives us a list of how good Theo is because Theo is cleaning her house <laughs> and he is just so good and dependable and delicious. Nom nom. And then nom, nom. Vivi says her first word and it's mama. And Theo is like obviously you're perfection Winter why wouldn't it be mama? Like why wouldn't that be her first word? <laughs> and then he's booked Winter in to get her nails done because this whole book she's been like gosh I just want a manicure. And then she's also going to get a massage after brunch with her friends. And he also oh fixed God. the creaky door hinge. This is how, this is my love language. Aiden, take notes. <laughs> Clean the house. <laughs> Fix the creaky door hinge. Let me get a fucking massage and not one that involves you trying to stick your dick in my ass. Okay, thank you. Winter is then blessed with a PT session by Theo, but like something sets her off and Winter ends up confessing to Theo about all of her insecurities around her post-baby body. And Theo steps up to the plate, judges the distance for the swing and then knocks it out of the fucking park by detailing everything he adores about her and why it is and why it's not tied to some sense of commitment due to Vivi. He tells her that he was cleaning up his act to be worthy of her and now he is done being patient and is coming for what he wants by munching on her fan fan. Oh, sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. fan fan. Sweaty fan fan as well. Like it's post-workout mm -hmm. and turns out Theo is a bit of an exhibitionist and I would just like to thank Elsie for this personally from me. Thank you. No, no, why? Because that's my nightmare. <laughs> I've got a little bit of also, a voyeurist thing in me. I kind of would like to be also, watched in a weird way. Illegal. Illegal. But fun. Look, fuck it up. Um, so Theo basically um, goes to town and Winter admits that she only comes to Theo and the orgasm basically rocks Winter's world and when he doesn't require her to repay the favour with a gobby, she immediately goes into self-doubt mode. But Theo is like, what's happening? Is Miss Independent met the treat her like a princess guy and she's freaking out. Yeah, he's correct. <laughs> yes, yes. Winter is like struggling to believe he wants her even though he's showing up all day every day to prove it. Oh, Come on, the bar is on the, floor. on the floor. He's, lift, he's lifting <laughs> it up. He's putting it above his head with one fucking hand. Like one what? finger. What? With that other hand, he's fixing that creaky door hinge. <laughs> and he's just so. holding the baby. He's holding the baby. <laughs> and then he's spitting into her mouth. <laughs> Dear God. We then meet Theo's mum. And Loretta just watches the banter between Winter and Theo and is like, this is sensational. I want nothing more than my golden retriever son to have a black cat partner. Fabulous. Anyway, so 
blue. To win a bet, Theo shows that he kept that coaster contract this entire time. And Theo is just happy to let Winter figure out how she can accept love. And he's patient enough to wait. And honestly, what the actual fuck? This is too good. And when Loretta is like, you know you love her, right? Theo's like, yeah. Oh. I know. Oh, God. Too much. My vagina is on the floor. Oh. It's crawled away. (laughs) She's just got worms. That's all. (laughs) So, scootin' bootin'. Winter and Theo form a routine, which again, I love a routine. We love it. And this is how Winter (laughs) realises that she loves him too. But when will they actually tell each other this? We don't know. Winter has also bonded with Loretta and actually tells her like her whole life story. And Loretta helps Winter get ready for Summer's wedding while they talk and ends up giving Winter like a family heirloom pearl necklace. And then we get this bombshell. I just remembered that he called me the morning after you two first got together. And you know what he said? I shake my head. It's all I can manage. He said, Mom, I met her. And I said, who? Loretta's lips curve up her eyes taking on a faraway look he said the woman i'm going to marry one day i'm frozen in place how could he possibly know that think that why would a one night stand with me be more impactful than a one night stand with one of the bajillions of random women i'm sure he slept with over the years i asked him if she knew about this and he laughed and said not yet oh gasp gasp Oh, yeah. It's getting worse. (laughs) No one's mentioned Grey's Anatomy yet. I honestly thought that that would have been part of the reason this book stole it for you, Ellie, was the Grey's Anatomy. like And Legally Blonde. He's just so good. And he loves Bridgerton as well. It's just... I know. And not only has he watched every episode of the 18 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, he references McDreamy's death. The burr holes. No one knows what I mean. With the bucking burr holes. He needed a CT scan. (laughs) It's Summer Rhett's wedding and Winter is the maid of honour and Theo is the best man and Loretta's going to watch Vivi for the night so that the parents can have fun. Cough, cough, fuck. Honestly though it's very awkward when you're like yeah my parents have got the kids for the night so we're you know. Gonna bone. Kids free. Penetration. Come everywhere. <clears throat> everywhere. At the wedding Theo cannot stop I fucking Winter and when they talk later he's just trying to explain how much and for how long he's been into her when he makes a bad joke about his eight seconds with the ice queen and Winter storm off. But Theo's like, actually, no. I've actually showed up quite well, in fact, I think, and I get one mistake, you know? So he follows yeah. her. He barricades her in the bathroom where she is trying to cry over his words, and he is like, I'm not your dad. Thank fuck. I'm not your ex. Also, thank fuck. <laughs> I'm your daddy. Oh Winter, I am your father. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But I want to fuck you. He's like, I'm just a boy standing in front of a girl and it finally comes out. Winter confesses she wants them, but it's scared that he will be another person who hates her. And he's like, okay, bet. Theo says, I promise I'll never hate you. And Winter says, you can't know that. And Theo says, I can. I'll be too busy loving you. Oh, get fucked. I'm going to die a painful death tonight. Winter asks Theo to disrespect her for the night. And he says, you'd like to be my pretty little slut tonight? Oh my God. <laughs> she sucks his dick and enjoy it. Which again, Elsie, why are you lying? <laughs> they both say that eating each other's oh. genitalia is one of their favorite things to do. So, wow, I guess I'm happy for them. I don't know. That's not realistic it's not realistic (laughs) so they then fuck with her bent over on the bathroom counter watching it all happen in the floor to ceiling mirror and after she legit screams her orgasm he blows on her back so no more babies for now theo then gives her the slut sponge bath with paper towels (laughs) oh my god a slutty sponge bath my favorite (laughs) 
don't know why I went in American. They leave the bathroom and come face to face with none other than Kip Hamilton, who obviously just heard his daughter very loudly orgasm. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> Beautiful. Leo puts him in his place for basically checking out on Winter and also says that they're going to have a meeting where he and Jeff are fired, but TBA on the details for that. Winter has had someone come to her defense for the first time in her life, and then Theo says he wants to go home and be with his girls. Oh, <laughs> oh, too much. It's too much. Winter says that she wants Theo to live with her and Vivi, and that night as they go to get into bed, Vivi wakes up and Winter breastfeeds in front of Theo for the first time, and it's not like fetishized, like no itty bitty, just a grown ass no, man. No tit mouth. <laughs> Anyone who has ever breastfed, like itty that bitty. cannot be fetishized. It, it cannot. Bleeding, <laughs> blistered nipples. Oh. That is what you're in for for three days. Theo is now off to defend his girls' honor and rip Jeff a new one. And again, wake the fuck up, Jeff. What the fuck are you doing in a purple skivvy, nonetheless? It's just. <laughs> Please tell me he's in the boardroom in a purple skivvy. <laughs> Please. Please. Jeff, being the slimy corporate asshole that he is, he's not even apologetic for impersonating Theo and responding to Winter's messages, as he is now dead. And if you've listened to previous episodes, we have a bus where we put people in that we want to kill. Yeah. He's I love that. that. All right, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff's on the bus in his purple skivvy. He is. Oh, rightly so. Great idea. He wakes up just as they're descending, just for the full impact of fear. Oh, nice. Yeah. Theo also gives Kip some hard-earned truths about his lack of parenting and how he, his effective abandonment of his first daughter in favour of her sister season. The sister season. <laughs> but they are both fired at this point, and Kip does promise that he will make right with Winter, which is 30 years late. Remember, you had two daughters. Winter came first, and then you decided mm. to fuck a nanny and call the product of that fucking some. Now, look, there are a lot of questions that come from that, but one of the main ones should be why you just ignored the fact that you had the first child called Winter and just focused on Summer. <laughs> you may be like hot-blooded. I get that. Summer might be your season. I truly <laughs> understand that. Doesn't mean you can ignore Winter. Winter happens 50% of the time. Well, not 50, probably 25 because there's four seasons. So <laughs> it's just... Kip. Kip. Kip, oh, buddy, oh, man. You kind of sound like Trump, just a little bit. <gasps> Theo gets home and none other than... And the parody version of Dr. McDreamy is parked out the front of their home. Theo compares Rob to Elwood's yeah. ex-boyfriend when she gets into Harvard. You know the one who's like, you got into Harvard? And she's like, what, like it's hard? Oh. That guy. And just when I thought that I couldn't love Theo more, he gives us references to Legally Blonde and Grey's Anatomy. I love this man. And he also gets under Rob's skin by alluding to telling the medical ward about him. And remember, he's like philandering. The child. grooming. Yeah, uh. the grooming. Icky. To which Rob is just like a pouty child and tells Theo to enjoy his leftovers. Theo then tells Rob mm. he has been enjoying winter since they were still married. That is one of my favourite. Drink It's up. so good. Ugh. Do you know what's even better? The fact that Theo watches Grey's Anatomy with his mum. Yeah. I know. Anyway, he then throws his empty coffee cup through the window of his car as he's driving off and it's petty with really good aim like I could never I'd probably throw the cup at the car and it would bounce back and hit me in the face yeah I'd just be showered in like the dregs of coffee yeah I love it because he's taking the trash out so Winter then has a bit of a crazy girl moment where she's at home (laughs) with Vivi and she realises that she misses Theo he's just at work he hasn't left but she's overthinking because he seemed a little bit flat this morning and he didn't like kiss her like he normally does he just gave her a wink 
and she's like, something is wrong. He is cheating on me. In fact, he is. Oh my God. I must go investigate. And, oh my God, this is me. <laughs> but instead, I just internalize that shit until anxiety manifests in excessive coffee drinking and like hyperfixation on things like candles and whatnot. It's fine. Winter, on the other hand, decides to stalk Theo at work, which is healthy. She basically goes to the gym and gives Summer, who is also working, the child. She's like, hi, this is my baby. Take it. I'm not working. You are, but take it. It's yours now. <laughs> this is your child. So then she proceeds to go do a workout in the eye line of Theo <laughs> whilst pretending she doesn't see him. This very much sounds psychotic and also like me. <laughs> there was a lot of moments in this book that I was like, Ellie? <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> yes, he eventually spots her and confirms that they are in fact in a relationship because she's kind of thinking like are we together are we not together I know we share a child and we have really amazing sex but I just need to know that this is a thing because you're currently working out this incredibly big busted woman Taylor in fact and I'm just <laughs> insecure and he's like babe no I'm all for you so they go on a date which is kind of their first date but it's also with like all of the gang they make out on the dance floor like just a couple of hooligans it's really beautiful but it also turns out that Theo can dance and at this point what can't this man do answer me that he's not doing the sprinkler he is not he's muzzing that just looked like a dead fish he just does the macarona I'm busy <laughs> in the nut bush he's line dancing <laughs> oh my god oh my god anyway there is much banter before winter says to him i'm not sweet and thea replies you are i've tasted you and now i want to again let's get the fuck out of here oh my gosh take a drink let's take it outside Maybe. take a drink <laughs> do you need us to take another drink let's be real no oh <laughs> at this point maybe not <laughs> i'm worried about both of you me too. I'm a it's doctor. <laughs> so then there is car sex, which is my least favorite kind of sex, but they're into it. So, so are we. After not enough foreplay, there is penetration and I am concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned for the tiny minuscule tears that will be happening inside mm -hmm. that vagina because we all know that men's penises are like sponges. Okay. And they just suck up everything that comes yeah, across. Look, them. I didn't need to think about a penis sponge again but here we are. Theo demands that Winter show him how she plays with herself, which is confronting for me, but it's fine. Everything is very wet to the point that Winter drops her hand down and just spreads it all over them, like some kinky kind of finger painting. She's just like, mm, here, take my essence. Just spread that <laughs> oh. all over you. Delicious. A little then taste. take some for later. When they are done, oh Theo whispers to her, I hope you're on birth control this time because you're going to be dripping my cum the entire way home. Oh, that's a drink, you two. God. Anyway, holy hell, this man in his mouth. Yeah. The next day, Theo tries to instigate sexy talk with Winter with the child present, which is one of my biggest icks. I cannot do sexy and mum at the same time. But Winter, Winter is kind of into the whole, like, talk dirty to me while our child is present, like, keep going. But that is until they see Vivi walking for the first time. She's waddling towards them. It's just, it's so beautiful. But we're also, like, really sad because Theo has to leave to go ride the bulls again because remember that was a whole 
plot point where he rides balls he's in rehab forgot about that yeah they have this little chat and he tells her the last words that he's dead because remember his dad is dead he's a main character of course he's got a dead parent yeah that's foreplay it is at this point and the last words his dead dad said to him was excuse my pronunciation to vivo which is not short for television it's actually portuguese for i live you not i love you i live because he lives for them it's beautiful and we all collectively melt just as winter's pussy did in the earlier scene yes yes like an ice cream yes the girly gang have gathered to watch theo's competition on tv he does amazingly and gets some good scores we think as much as (laughs) cool riders score things and he winks into the camera but then there's a knock on the door and someone has delivered winter a bouquet of red roses psych is actually a process server and he's serving her with a summons for a paternity test lodged by none other than robert kardashian oh my god the kardashians he is the most insignificant robert that i could think of i think that's a fair assessment Mm -hmm. honestly winter is handling things as well as can be expected but again remind me of the drama here because what did rob hope he could achieve from this scenario other than pissing off the woman who with her sister could single-handedly ruin his career like he's just dumb dumb Dumb. as fucking dog shit valid theo is processing and then he asks to come home to help her being the stubborn independent woman that she is winter tells him no it's fine ride your balls i've got this under control and theo spirals a little at that and then he asks her if she's sure vivi is actually his daughter theo Theo. i have some issues your age is showing sir your age is fucking showing he's actually finally coming to terms with the fact that his life just took like a giant left turn everything has changed and he's just embraced it and he's just finally like taken a breath and he's like whoa that shit's fucking cray like oh my god wow so he does what every man would do in the situation and he turns his phone off and he goes off to sleep which <laughs> dipshit wow that is yeah Ick. but again winter is handling things pretty well in the situations because she expected that a bit of a freak out was to occur with theo at some point and she's not really doubting his commitment to her or their family what she does doubt is whether the several knocks to the head have gotten the better of him as he sleeps and is just passed out into another realm because the man is not answering his phone she's tried to call him after vivi says dada oh she's seeing him on tv pulling out the heartstrings and she's trying to call him and he's just not answering and she's like well he oh. must be either dead or fucking some other cunt <laughs> Jesus. He's either dead or he's about to be. Or he fucking will be. But guess what, guys? Remember how there was this unplanned pregnancy scenario that came about from a night of passion Uh that ended in a fade to black? Well, it's been unfaded because we've got it in dream sequence. Here we go. Strap everything down. We start with dry humping in the elevator and they are both so turned on that even the guy in the hotel room down the hall who interrupts them can't deter the humping they stare at him dead in the eyes and they keep going down the they hallway keep going until he slowly backs away and closes the door he's just like wow <laughs> but they get into their room and winter asks what theo is thinking about and he says all the ways i'm going to ruin you tonight and yeah. oh my God, he wants her to tell him what she wants 
and she already has turned into a puddle. And <laughs> if I haven't said it before, this girl has a lot of fluid. Very hydrated she is. <laughs> Franny, again, looking after the woman's like health. She's like, do you need a She doesn't snacks? need a hydrolyte. She's already no. <laughs> She's got enough. She's got plenty to go around. On a strange note, she is wearing knee-high socks that he asks her to keep on, which is, I'm sure, like schoolgirl vibes. but Very like a, a knit dress with like a, a tall boot combo. So she's got the tall knit socks under the boot, which I've got a pair of over-the-knee boots and I wear long socks with that. Helps keep them up. But then he's like, keep them on. But yes, naked. he's done that as well, actually. So oh, yeah. right. Okay, I see. <laughs> Moving right along then. <laughs> so he gets her to play with herself in front of him and he is like, look at you go. You think that's going to get you off? Because she's literally just got one finger in there and she's just prodding at it. She doesn't know what she wants or what and she she's needs. she's got the and socks like, on. So he goes, let me teach you, young grasshopper. So then they are both fingering her simultaneously. We've got double hands in there, up in oh. there, doing the whole thing. I'm They're not doing sure the stretch you're... for ready, ready for birth. Oh, God. That is called a stretch and sweep. And yes, they are. <laughs> it's fine. She's hydrating a third world country at this point with her wetness, but it's okay. She's enjoying it. So, so are we. There's wow. just so much. It's dripping. It's spreading. They're painting. Like, it's everywhere. They're painting. Vivi comes in. Vivi's making a painting. Finger painting. Dada. As it turns out, in a shocking twist, Dr. Robert Kardashian has never been able to make our girl come. Which, remember the fact that he couldn't give summer orgasms with his time? Yeah, he didn't it's go fine. down on anyone. Yeah, it's, he's pretty it's shit. It's DJ Carlin. No. Yeah. Theo gives us this quote. I think the only reason you don't come is because you've been fucking a man who doesn't know what you need. A man who is lazy in bed, who doesn't know how to take care of you but it's okay because i'll show you how that feels tonight <laughs> pregnant instantly just she is actually I'm pregnant yeah. with a whole country <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, God. jesus every follicle every everything follicle. <laughs> yeah she was like i live you i live a whole an country an entire country is in there thank you to theo <laughs> oh wow he then says to her now get your fingers out of my way I'm hungry. No, no. <laughs> so no, get your fingers out of your ass. I'm hungry. <laughs> no, She's no, no. wandered south. <laughs> what are we doing back there? No, this isn't that kind of book. Mm-mm, not this time. So now Theo takes his turn with a Feyre-inspired artwork using pre-cum as he traces Winter's lips and smears her with his baby seed. Baby oh. seed. Pre cum. Baby seed. Pre cum. Oh, I didn't need. Seed. I didn't need the baby seed. I didn't need it. No, no. But you're welcome for it. <laughs> Take it and say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. He then tells her to choke on it, and she does. Oh. Um, and that sounds like a safety hazard. She then tells him to fuck her so hard that she forgets her name. And yes. Okay. Do it. Sure. And then we get likely the most iconic smut quote of the series. This quote? Theo says, hands on the window and don't move them. I place them on the glass above her head. And she says, and if someone down there sees, I grip her ass cheeks and spread her before stepping up behind her and gliding back in slowly. He says, then I guess they're going to see how pretty this tight cunt looks stuffed full of my cock. Ye oh. fucking ha, bitch. I oh am my pregnant. God. <laughs> I am pregnant. I said pregnant. Maybe you're getting some fucking siblings. So we fucked against the window. We're fine. Present day, winter has flown. 
to Theo's competition with the Bebe and Peter and she rips into him about not answering his phone and tells him I haven't slept because I stayed up all night worrying about you and your stupid handsome face and your big talented dick. Hmm. He apologizes. They make up and tell each other how much they love each other and Peter starts shaking. It's just perfect. <laughs> I love Peter. Because Peter in my mind is like Jenna Marbles great yeah. like Italian yeah. thing. Peter is Kermit. <laughs> oh my god. I miss her. It's fine. Theo wins his next competition and in his celebrations he asks Winter if she would like to be fucked like a princess or a slut. To which she says, fuck me like I'm yours. <laughs> fuck me which... like all three. Tray. <laughs> Option tray. Oh no, dos tres. Simultaneously. Soft taco, hard taco, <laughs> stand and stuff if you will. <laughs> Change and stuff me like I am your please. God, for a couple with an infant, there is a lot of fucking, a lot of it, and I am impressed. Yeah, like logistically, I'm proud. Go for it. But he makes a speech and he calls her his future wife. It's adorable. So they go to court, which is a non-event because, of course, the DNA results prove that Vivi is Theo's, and this was a waste of everyone's time, money, and peace. And I just fucking hate vexatious litigants and assholes called Rob. Not vexatious litigants. Fucking hate you, Rob. Winter gives Theo Vivi's birth certificate with his name on it, as well as a document to legally change her name to Vivian Loretta Silver. And we are all crying. And then the sister seasons unite to bury Dr. Rob. Yay! Winter has kept the flowers she was served with and waited till they rotted before personally serving them back to him, complete with the paperwork containing her and Summer's affidavits where they like deposed facts that they know and believe to be true and correct. Oh, absolutely, yes. Iconic. It's so much. We have another child's birthday party to attend, but this time there will be no cum dripping from a pantyless woman. No slip and slides. No slip and slides. (laughs) Kit rocks up with Winter's old dollhouse and a promise to eventually start being a father to his other daughter now he has divorced the trollop that is his wife, which, huzzah, well done, you. Huzzah. Bare minimum. We learn that Harvey is fucking his dead sister. No, not his dead sister. (laughs) <laughs> Not his dead sister. Dead sister. Divorce. <laughs> got her out the back. He's got her. <laughs> Bent over the wishing well. I'm traumatized. Oh gosh. God. No. I really wasn't expecting that, and I, I probably no. should have. Should be on me at this stage. <laughs> it's collectively our problem. Anyway, we learn that Harvey is fucking his dead wife's sister, and <laughs> I do not approve of that message. Keep it in the family, as they say. <laughs> no, or don't. Just see which one works. You know, just go to the next one. Yeah, one sister doesn't work. Yeah. It's like her you know? died. You go to the next one. Oh fucking hell! They have to have details. Oh, I would really like you to imagine right now. If one of your beloved parents deceased yeah. and then the other surviving parent starts fucking their sibling. It's problematic. But this is a book. It's different. Yeah. In the book, we approve. New <laughs> life. Okay. So Thea leads Winter back to the spot where she first reamed him out for driving like a maniac and he proposed. I thought you were going to gonna say rimmed him out <laughs> as in bent him over and Whee! rimmed him his ass. <laughs> their first interaction. She's like, bend over right now. You were tailgating me, Noah. <laughs> 
little tailgate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a lot. But we move on to the epilogy. We are eight months later and Winter is now the doctor on the bull riding circuit so she can work and travel with the fam, which is fantastic. <gasps> work we love and that play. Mm. <laughs> Fuck all of the bull riders at once. She's fucking Just the bulls too. The she gets to Everyone. ride, she gets to play. When you have anyway. that power. Theo wins the cup slash premiership slash gold slash buckle thing. And Winter tells him that she hopes that he's ready to do the dad thing again because she is pregante and the world is perfect. The end. So there is a playlist in the book. So if you'd like to find a music reference, don't be fucking lazy. Read the book. And there's no fan art. Right. So next week is going to be a little bit different going forward because I will no longer be in your ear holes, which is sad. I am taking a step back from the podcast for the foreseeable future because I have a little boy who needs me so I need to go be with him at the moment. I'm very sad about it. Do not ask any questions because I will cry and I don't like crying in front of anyone except for myself in the shower by myself. But you will be blessed with Georgia and Brani going forward plus whoever they get as fabulous guest hosts. That could include Tay Reeves or otherwise. I will be back in your ears at some point. You will have to keep me away with a poll for any SJM reads. So <laughs> here we are. Thoughts and prayers are needed. Motivational quotes. Here we go. We are yeah. going to miss you for the time that you are away, but we support you. Meh. Adult things and adult feelings and words. Yes. Yeah. We will see you next week for more nonsense. And obviously that's us finishing Chestnut Spring, but we will be back when... when Hopeless comes hopeless. out. I was going to say heartless. Oh my god, I'm coming back for oh that already. Oh my god. Love you all. Peace out. Bye. Love you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube if you haven't already at a Book and a Bev podcast. Please rate, like, and subscribe. We hear that helps. We love and appreciate you, and we'll see you next week.